Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 149. We're looking at John chapter 13, verses 12 through 20. This is continuing the scenario of Jesus with his disciples at the Last Supper. Let's read the passage together. John 13, 12 through 20. When Jesus had washed their feet and put on his outer clothing, he reclined again and said to them, Do you know what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are speaking rightly, since that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you also should do just as I have done for you. Truly I tell you, a servant is not greater than his master. And a messenger is not greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. I'm not speaking about all of you. I know those I've chosen. But the scripture must be fulfilled. The one who eats my bread has raised his heel against me. I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am he. Truly I tell you, whoever receives anyone I send receives me. And the one who receives me receives him who sent me. We began the episode of the the Last Supper last time, and Jesus washed the disciples' feet. As I noted, it was not at the beginning when you would expect it. Your feet get dirty walking around in the dirt in sandals, and when you arrive someplace, as, as you come into the home, you wash your feet. And that's not what happened here. They were already at the table. They were already at dinner when Jesus got up and went and started to wash their feet. So he was doing this very purposefully, very intentionally as an example for them to follow. Now, there's a dual meaning here. One is his act of lowly service, which is foreshadowing his his great act of service, which will be death on the cross. But he's also providing an example for them of humility. So it says, Jesus had washed their feet and put on his outer clothing. He reclined again and said to them. So he got up from the table and went and did the foot washing. Now he has put his outer clothing back on and gone back to the table and reclining again with them. And he says to them, do you know what I've done for you? Now, he doesn't seem to wait for an answer. He goes ahead and tells them what he's done. You call me teacher and Lord, and you're speaking rightly, since that is what I am. So he is their teacher. He is their Lord. My Lord, he means master. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I've given you an example that you should also do just as I have done for you. Now his point is that if it's appropriate for him, the master, the Lord, the teacher, to do this lowly menial task, then it's not beneath them. Now some take this as a command that we should wash feet. And many do this uh, much as we practice the Lord's Supper on a regular basis. And they do this as a uh, a ceremony, foot washing. And, and they take look to this passage where he says, I've given you an example that you should also do just as I have done for you. That's where that comes from. 
it's not wrong to, to do this, but uh, most people don't take this as a command to go on and have foot washing ceremonies. The command is to do lowly menial tasks. Nothing should be below you that you would do for someone else. So the, the command here is take care of each other and nothing is beneath you. If it's appropriate for me to do this, then it's appropriate for you to do this. Then verse 16, he says, truly I tell you, this is his comment that he uses so often, amen, amen, I say to you. This is where he says something very important that we should take note of. So truly I tell you, a servant is not greater than his master, and a messenger is not greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you're blessed if you do them. Now, the implication is you do know these things. So he says, if you know these things, and you do, so you really ought to do them. And he says that the servant's not greater than his master, and the messenger's not greater than the one who sent him. So he's reinforcing what he's already said here. If it's appropriate for me to do acts of service, then it is way more appropriate for you to do acts of service. Now, most of us would jump at the opportunity to wash Jesus's feet, but how often do we ignore some of these servant-oriented things for others? Well, it's not that they're just beneath us, but we often just don't think to do them, don't think to take care of each other's needs. And so Jesus' point here is, you're not greater than the one who sent you, you're not greater than the master, so you should do these things too. Verse 18, he says, I'm not speaking about all of you. I know those I have chosen. He's speaking now of Judas. John has made several references to Judas's betrayal already. And here he's quoting Jesus again. But the scripture must be fulfilled. Well, the scripture he's referring to here is Psalm 41.9. And he quotes it here. The one who eats my bread has raised his heel against me. The eating of bread together is an act of fellowship. It's an act of close relationship. You sit down and eat bread with people you have this uh, intimate relationship with. And the point here, the quote from the psalm, is the one who eats my bread, not just eats bread with me, but eats my bread, has raised his heel against me. The, the image is that of somebody kicking you. So the person who I have given my bread and have eaten bread with, this person is kicking me. So it's an act of betrayal. And not just any betrayal. Betrayal by somebody who has an intimate relationship with. A close friend who's now betraying him. In verse 19 he says, I'm telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am he. So he's pointing out to them, this is a sign. I'm making a prophecy here, and when it comes true, you will know that this was a prophecy. Then he says again in verse 20, Truly I tell you, amen, amen, I say to you, whoever receives anyone I send receives me, and the one who receives me receives him who sent me. Now these two truths,
truly I tell you, so amen, amen, I say to you, verse 16 and verse 20, they kind of are bookends to this one section where he's, he's talking about the same thing here. The idea that the, the servant is not greater than the master, but yet he then ends it with, if you receive the servant whom the master has sent, you are in effect receiving the master. So he says, whoever receives anyone I send receives me. And the one who receives me receives him who sent me. So Jesus is saying, if you receive someone that he has sent, then you're in effect receiving Jesus and the one who sent Jesus, which is God, the Father. So those who are sent as are sent as as emissaries are sent as ambassadors are sent as representatives and to reject primarily the message that they bring but to reject them is to reject the one who sent them to accept them is to accept the one who sent them and so as we go as emissaries of Jesus as ambassadors for Jesus People accept the message that we take. They are accepting Jesus and accepting God the Father. So the command here, the point is humility. That if Jesus, who is God the Son, can do these acts of humility, certainly we can. And we need to always, always be checking our our humility level. Are we humble? And it's hard to gauge it yourself. But part of our calling is to follow Christ. And Christ, even though he was God the Son, he always acted with humility. That's a challenge for us. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.